Well, g'day everyone, and welcome to a great regatta review, uh, Mark Two. I say Mark Two because Binky Allen and I have been chatting for 50 minutes, um, and I have just realised that I forgot to press the recording button. So I am a world-class clown. I apologise to Binky and Allen, who actually found it quite funny when I said, "By the way, I have just worked out what I have done." Um, and we did and, for a millisecond. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> the, the laugh is about to wear off. Um, and but but Binky, in true you know competitive fashion, says, "Well, let's just do it again." And I'm thinking, "Well, uh, we're already uh, at nine well, o'clock." Yeah, well, you, we'll, you've we'll got do the condensed to... version. <laughs> so, Alan and Binky, thank you for joining me again. How, how are we all? We're great. <laughs> Absolutely super. It's past my bedtime. It, it's getting past <laughs> all of our bedtimes at this point, and uh, that was a really good start. But look, we're gonna we're gonna rush through it this time. We're not gonna. We'll, we'll try and knock this out in in twenty minutes. But there's a few things I want to cover. Firstly, uh, Nagambi Gold on the weekend. Uh, the elites of the elite up there. We have brushed through this before, but uh, Binky, do you want to give us a quick rundown on the Nagambi Gold? You were there front and centre, of course. Absolutely, and it was uh, a real highlight for me to see these world-class athletes, Olympic gold medalists, world champions and the like, um, racing down the course at, at Nagambi. Um, the, the Nagambi Gold, for those who don't know, is four races, open women's single and men's single, open men's pair and women's pair. The winner of each race wins $5,000. The second place wins $1,250. And out of the four races, they are prognostically, they have calculated times that they're aiming for. And so just to interrupt there, Binky, for those that don't know what prognostics mean, it's uh, it's a measurement off the world time. Uh, so in other words, those that are as good as the best in the world will be the winner. It could be a female pair, it could be a male single, depending on who's closest. Exactly. Yep. And the winner overall uh, wins $10,000 per seat. Per and, seat. Uh, and the women Failed in the pair, Jess Morrison and um, Annabelle McIntyre, who are both Olympic gold medalists, um, walked away with with fifteen thousand dollars. Fifteen thousand each, thirty grand for the boat. That's yeah. that's a serious chunk of coin thrown down there, and uh, and, and only see, the early stages. Yeah, and and to see those athletes um, coming down for that, it's, it's a world first, I think, or it's certainly an Australian first to have that amount of money. Or to have any amount of money in Australia, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, most exciting. I, I think probably globally, to be honest. I, don't, I can't. I scoring what Pat was saying the other day, but I don't think of anything that's done this sort of globally. So, could be the start of something. You did mention in our first take of all of this, Binky, which I'm going to mention now, of course, is the difference in speed of how good these people really are. So, the open pair won in a time of seven nineteen, and the club pair which is, in theory, the best that the clubs can put together. Not in theory, that is what it is, the best the clubs put together in 8.32. So these guys are literally a minute, 10 seconds quicker down the rowing course. That is that is substantially uh, um, uh, superior, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, as I mentioned previously, it was a shame that some of our local up-and-coming elites scratched from the race because it would have been great to see just the difference between when you're 
when you're in the, that sort of under 23, yep. just sort of graduating from that and going up to the next level, yep. what the difference is. I was yeah. mainly in the singles, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, of course. The pairs, there were about five pairs in the women's, but yeah, that was a shame, yeah. Maybe next year when they've seen all those photos going around social media with these people in their massive checks in their hand, they might be going, oh, well, you know. And, and not only that, they get to compete against these people. That can only be a great experience, even if you're, yeah, if you're a bit off the pace. Well, As I suggested in our first take, um, I'd even out the prize money a bit. Um, and I'd change, yeah. I'd change that a bit. But that's just my thought. Yeah, um, yeah. I think only because then you'd have like, say you finish fifth, you might pick up 500 bucks or something. Can help with an airfare. Well, I think that would help the the level of rowers who are beyond that Olympic standard. Yep. To feel as if they're really required in this race. Yeah, and yeah. I think if you like the Melbourne Cup, you know how you get squillions for first, lot for second, don't. But fifth to tenth, you still get like twenty yeah. grand or whatever it is. Yep. You yep. know what it's like. Yep. And, um, Helps helps cover the uh, the cost of it all. And yeah, as, yeah, as we I said in the first take, it will might help induce the internationals, which is the whole purpose of it as well. Yeah, well, and yeah, to make but, sure that they're all eight lanes are, are occupied. Contain yeah. competitor. Yeah, I think they're going to have to do what the VRC did years ago and actually go overseas and, or not necessarily go overseas, but contact folk overseas and say, look, you in Canada, this is what we've got here. Yeah, it's cold over there. Come out here and. Which, which is exactly other. Pat's vision. It's yeah. it's not it's not just to get them to come and do a race. It's to get them to come and do a training camp, uh, spend time in the area, and uh, and you know obviously it all promotes and all helps. Yeah. Anyway, and, that's, that's uh, the Nagambi, Nagambi regatta overall, not just the Nagambi Gold. It was yeah. a fantastic regatta, and always you know um, a lot of great volunteers and and people that put it together really go to an enormous effort and do a great job. Yeah, a free lunch. Well, no, such, a close, no such close thing as a free lunch. Mum was serving me, <laughs> and she said, "Alan, you do so much for rowing. Here's a free egg roll." So I was happy. <laughs> well, that's probably that's, that's probably a fair call. That's just uh, there's nothing. Wrong uh, with that. Or maybe maybe not. In in our first take, uh, Binky, you did mention, of course, we just brushed on there. Is uh, as far as the support that we should be giving, all people should be giving to uh, to the local communities that are running these events, and you know all of the 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 barbecue stands and the coffee and all of that sort of stuff. We want to be supporting it, don't we? Absolutely. I just did notice a trend and I have noticed it at a few regattas that more and more schools are sort of self-catering and setting up their own thing for parents and students. And while it's nice to have some bananas and some food for, for, the, the kids, for, the yeah. athletes, for the athletes, I think yeah. for the parents really um, spend a bit of money Yep. Um, on the on the food offerings that, that's there support the people that are spending their money to put on a great show and um you know i, I just Absolutely. feel that it's 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 getting a bit like every weekend's ahead of the schoolgirls. yeah yep and, and look it, it's imperative to to support any sponsors in all sports i've said that forever and a day i was going on about that the other day wasn't i alan about uh was it JG King Homes who were sponsoring the Ballarat yes, Regatta? Funky. And I kept going on about JG King Homes. Well, I just but, don't need a house. Yeah, well, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But still, thank you, JG King Homes. Oh, but okay. I, I think it's imperative we do do that. That's one hundred percent right. And, and for the, the schools doing the self catering, I think mean, yeah, maybe think about it. Think about what we're doing. Anyway, uh, um, where are we? I won't, I won't do the such doors. A, such I a deja vu here. Hey, 
such a deja vu. I just feel like we've done this before. No, we've, we're very experienced. Uh, yeah, we are. We so are. I do Division One. Yeah, let's get let's roll Back through on. it. We'll keep it. Okay, through, through. we'll get we'll get yep. moving. Yep. So um, we're seeing a bit of a pattern now with NGGS winning in a seven oh six from Loretto Turak. We couldn't quite get them in a seven oh seven and didn't look like getting them to be frank. Yep. MLC did a very good seven eleven. Um, in Sydney, they apparently hit a boy in the first 500. They didn't have their normal cocks. I don't know what the poxes yeah. do, but yeah. they didn't have their normal cocks and they had a girl out. So they've come back to normality. So that top three stands at those three boats. As I said earlier, there's six combinations there at Head of School Girls. But so, I sorry, Alan, just to defend the coxswain, as you'd expect me to. If you can, if you're using hitting a boy at Nagambi as an excuse for not winning, no, this was I think, in Penrith. Oh, Penrith. Sorry, sorry. Right. Okay. I don't know what the boys are there. I assume they're the same. I, I think yeah, they are. I've swam so. there. Oh so. no, I just, I just yeah. don't think they're a good regatta. Yeah, Sydney. I think they, they, I think they're looking for. Ex no, I'm not going to be that. But those boys do not make too much. Good no, I'm just there. quoting the parents there. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Geelong Grammar did a 724. So I've elevated them as I said earlier into that second group and yep. Furbank from a, um, a less desirable lane to 725. So I've got GG, Furbank, Wesley and St. Catharines in the second group, threatening the top group. I've got Geelong College by themselves. And as I said earlier, Kerry did splendidly to win the B final. Yep. And as somebody was standing next to me at that stage when Ginozano were losing, said to me, that shouldn't be happening. And Zinazano <laughs> did get beaten by Kerry. Yes. So I've got Lauriston, um, Caulfield, Kerry, and Jen in the final group. Um, we mentioned the under 21s with that very smart Melbourne University crew winning. I think they ran fifth in under 21s in the New South Wales Champs, so they'd be wanting yep. to do better at nationals. Yep. But you've got that very strong St. Catharines and MLC influence in that boat. Um, and then you've then you've got that mercantile composite with um, lots of interesting folk like Clodagh and Zara and um, um, Mia interesting Harrison folk. Binky, how do you, how do you feel about him referring to your daughter as interesting folk? Oh, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Might get in trouble. I learned a long time ago that folk is a very calming word, guys. It actually, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was a good race. That that mercantile composite is getting closer. Um, yep. They did a seven ten. That's four seconds. That's that's a fun event. I, I didn't mention before. Geelong College and Genazano both beat the second MUBC boat, and that yeah. that is particularly striking because usually. There's a gap between the first MUZ, MUBC boat and the second, but not that much. Yeah. So that, that second boat hasn't kind of fired yet. That's that's um, 50 seconds gap between their first and second boat. Yeah, yet. that's right. I didn't mm. mention that before. <clears throat> mm. um, in the second eight, I I alerted you to the fact that Loretto Turak missed the start. Yeah. They, you know, they didn't get there. Yeah, you know, I mean, who do you blame for that? That's that's oh, correct, isn't I, it? I mean, I just I said to um, the girl I know in the first, I said maybe you should buy them watches or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, MGGS were an invitation in that race, and of course, the marvelous girls who would win if you if if you picked the most um, riotous and funny uh, lot, Loretto Ballarat would win the gold medal at the moment with Loretto Turak. I don't know what's about these Loretto's. They're, yeah, they're, they're really well. joyous uh, bunches. Mm. 
Um, and um, so they won that event in the 724 from Mimilcina 729. Geelong College were handy in a 742. I think that division really still is because Loretto Ballarat won't row that at head of schoolgirls, so that really is the top three, you know. Yeah, yeah. LT, MGGS, and um, MLC with Geelong College just very interestingly placed. So onto the fours, which I mentioned with that Furbank victory again at a 752, which I think is a bit of a danger for that fours fleet going into nationals, but only because I'm, I'm not sure the fours fleet's as strong as what it was last year. Clarendon did an 807, Grammar did an 815, um, and Loretto Ballarat again scratched, um, apparently because of injury, but that's a concern. Mm. Um, and um, of course, we've got the head of the lake this weekend. And I mentioned that Queenwood, um, who are rowing under 19s this weekend, would be looking at that with some interest. I forgot to mention in the eights, of course, that um, MGGS is going up to Sydney this week to row the Sydney Rowing Club Regatta. Yeah, interesting that. extremely unusual. Yeah. Uh, so it, they it, must it may, look, it pace. might be just to give them something different to do, keep them motivated. Yeah, well, that's right. I mean, season. you have to be on the inside to know. And, yeah. um, um, you know, we, we discussed we discussed some weeks ago about, you know, why why squads sometimes miss, miss regattas. And I, I must admit, I related our thoughts to one of the head mums at Loretto Turak. And she said, yep. well, look, last year we skipped a regatta. I questioned the coach and you said, I look, I just sensed that they needed a break. And no. that's what they are there for. That's why they paid the bucks. Well, I bet I bet you they didn't have a break. I bet you they were out training. Oh, yeah. He yeah, was training. Yeah, I, I, it's such a, such a short season, aren't it? Yeah. I'd to get as many races in as, as yeah. you can. Yeah, well, me too. And I, I wonder with MGGS whether they always seem to do better at nationals than they do at head of the schoolgirls. So perhaps this trip up to Sydney is part of that goal. Bigger picture. Familiarising themselves with Penrith and, yeah. you know, getting ready for nationals rather than yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Could well, be, they could win, get but... into the headspace of, of them and get them focused on that that as the goal and head of schoolgirls as the stepping stone, maybe. Well, Guy, at the moment, the other crew most likely to win Victoria, a schoolgirl event at nationals. Yeah. Because right. I can't see where another one's coming from at this stage, but anyway. Yep. So... Yep. Going back to fours, we saw that fabulous um, under-21 event where MUBC in a 7.28 beat Mercks, who are a very good crew, in a 7.44, and then that lovely Wendery Ballarat Composite in a 7.52. That was a good race. Um, I mean, you've got Crossweight, Nevins, Dumbrell and Wilcox. I mean, you've got the power of St. Catharines and MLC yep. in that, that MUBC boat with the, with the Strathcona Cox. Yep. That's that's a powerful boat. Um, I think Dumbrell was probably Cox, Cross, Crossweight, I think it was. Nevins, Wilcox was Cox of the... Um, but Cox, I keep saying. Yeah, Cox. Stroke. Yeah, where are you going from? <laughs> no, I only made three mistakes last week. That's my big one this week. Oh, well, that's so, all right. Those girls are just absolutely fabulous. Mm. And so that was a good race. And in the um, F2, we saw Loretto Ballarat win an 8-12. Um, Clarendon were 818 and Grammar. Grammar's fallen off a bit. They were an 822. Yep. So I was standing next to the head of rowing of one of those schools who was surprised at that result. 
Um, and but um, Laredo Ballarat are stronger this year than the previous two or three years in seniors. They've always been strong once they turned to quads in juniors and inters. But this year it was the time they had to come through, and they're starting to come through, which is good. Yep, great. All right. Well, All right, we're moving along because remember we're on the shortened format in the second second time I know, time mate. Around. I'm trying to get there. Yep. Now the under 21 quad was always going to be a fabulous race. MGC won in an 803. Albert Parks combined uh, double scholars were an 807, and Barwon were a little bit further back than I expected in 813. That reverse that APC Barwon result reversed what happened at the Windery Ballarat Regatta. Yep. And Strathy's Inters knocked out there first, which was not an altogether surprise because Strathy's first haven't been super impressive. However, um, in the afternoon, as I said earlier, they must have had something. They must have had sort of like super super lunch because they came out and su- this was the surprise of the oh, day. Yeah. Yep. They've come out in an 804 and beaten MGC in an 806 and Cora, who was fast finishing in an 807. So what that means in that division um, is MGC, Gippsland, Barwon, Wrighton. Um, and you wouldn't just, and you've got to remember, I, I've been excited here, Strathcona's one. Yep. Wrighton smashed Strathcona at the yep. Wendery Ballarat Regatta. So how good is Wrighton? We don't know because they're not rowing um, a standard format. Cora and Strathy. So we've got six boats there. Any one of them could win, and um, if you're a mathematician, you could work out all the combinations. But I don't know; they're all pretty evenly balanced. Second division was interesting. MGC won that in eight twenty. Coral were quite handy in that division in eight thirty one. Halbridge didn't race. That's the other good boat. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, with those girls that I'm very impressed yep, with, and Strathy rode an eight thirty nine. Interesting. Strathy thought that Division 2 down would be their strength. So it was quite a surprise to them, I would imagine, that they won Division 1. Yeah. <laughs> and they yeah. didn't win anything else. Yeah. Uh, well, they didn't win 2 and 3 anyway. And we're almost there. Double Scholars, uh, not really relevant to head of schoolgirls, but we saw a Beatrix Hearn, who um, is um, a lovely person. Um, she and Lou Rose Hall Krause in 827 from the Banks crew. The Banks crew are really nice too. Um, no relevance to head of schoolgirls there. Um, and and that's of course, they'll be in they'll be in singles and other formats, won't they? Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. they've already entered. Um, actually, APC won double skulls. That was all held at once. And as I said earlier, I think APC will run first and third at head of schoolgirls with perhaps right and splitting them. That's been the pattern this year to date. Uh, of course, Turak College. Um, Scratch from everything, including including my favourite Sophia Miller, because they were all off at Tay-Tay. Oh so, well, uh, can't blame them. You can't blame them. Yeah, did, and, you, uh, did you go, Alan? Did you get up? Did you get down and see uh, no, Taylor Swift? I missed that one. I would have. You know, I thought you'd go right in a bit of a sequence number. One of the so? comments from a parent on the banks of, of of the river on Saturday commented on social media that it was a great day and. Better than Tay Tay. There we go. Oh, the Regatta. There's there's a uh, there's oh, a pattern. That's a glowing review. Yeah. All right. So we've done doubles and just on singles, as we've touched on uh, the the under twenty one single skull race looked like a beauty, but of course because of state selections, it was rather mucked up. Alyssa Mirabelli, who was going to compete in the Nagambi Gold, came back there, one in nine oh nine from Charlotte Crozier, who was one of 
Wrighton's few year 12s last year and the best of them. She did a 919. And Constantina Kalfasis, I beg your pardon. I met her parents, so I should get that right. Yep. Um, she did a 925. Now, she's not rowing with Wrighton because of reasons undisclosed. Just, you know, one of those things. And um, Sarah Palavestro did a 926. So that was. That was quite a nice race to watch. I think I think Alyssa had a nice lane, but she deserved a nice big fat win like that. She's been around for a while. And um, of course, uh, magic woman or young woman, Kate McNeil won um, schoolgirls in an 8.50. So I mean, they've rode, what, 20 seconds faster than under 21s. Mind you, it was a different time of day. Yeah, um, and the under 21s were missing a, a number of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clara McCarthy did an 8.54. Then you had Beatrix and um, Constantina. So if you're a senior or an open single sculler, you don't want Katie and Clodagh to come anywhere near you. <laughs> you want them to stay there for a few more years. No, you want, you, want, you want to be competing this year. You know, Alice and Beatrix and Constantina want, you know, Kate to go down there to uh, Inter's Division One and just win that gold medal, and uh, that's it. I mean, it, it's a tough, uh, tough division. The old singles, isn't it? I mean, the number of entries as well. You're not just, uh, you know, competing against the odd punter. You got a lot of competition in. Well, each there are, but often what happens, as you know, is that schools put in their girl they can't fit into a crew for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. So I mentioned before with Sophia Lyons from Furback. I'm not actually sure of her circumstances, but she just made her debut at the Winterbury Ballarat Regatta. Yep. And I think they're all pleased she stayed in the boat. Anyway, she's come out here and won the B final in a reasonable time. So yeah. um, it's a bit like Annabelle um, oh, Bamford last year from Loreto, right. who was injured early, um, came out in single skull and won bronze at um, Head of School Girls. Oh, right. And yeah. she was actually there at the weekend and she's got this funny injury and all the rest of it but she actually came out and won bronze so if she'd actually rode this year she probably would have been one of the better single scholars yeah and you just need a bit of a break this is not like new south wales and queensland when you're competing with 50 other girls yeah you know, you're competing with five to ten maybe is that right binky would you say five to ten oh, look it's it's a huge fleet that uh realistically maybe you know three or four yeah oh competitive what you're sort of saying alan well i'm saying the big numbers yeah the numbers don't mean a lot it's yeah fair yeah. fair enough like yeah. when i do the form for head of school girls a lot of these girls i'm going back to the form from the rutherglen regatta on a sunday and i looked at i looked at your um regatta from the other day and a lot of those girls that were rowing b grade and c grade will yep. turn up ahead of school girls and because I don't record those routes, I'll be on the computer saying I'll be, I'll be, you know, putting in the surname of someone. Oh yes, yeah, she was third in C grade. Yep. At the uh, Nagamba Regatta on the Sunday, rowing over a thousand. But yep. she'll yeah, be ahead so of schoolgirls, and she's one of them there. Yeah. A, B, and C grade for those who don't know is the club rowing that tends to be on a separate day to the school rowing. Yep. So a lot of these club single scholars who are schoolgirls. They, they race each other quite regularly. So you've got a different oh. group who may not always be at the schoolgirl regattas. And often, you know, you've got this small group that see each other quite regularly in a number of races, and then they come to head of the schoolgirls and They're mostly good. really dominate. Yeah, oh, and, you, and, you. and we have to contend with us old buggers because we rock up and do a bit of grade racing as well, and uh, you turn up and you've got all these kids around you. 
How did you go against that Wrighton crew the other day, guys? Well, well, well I, I was, in a, I was in a predominantly be beginner's crew. Well, not beginner's crew, uh, a, a newly formed sort of crew, yeah. helping out uh, our good folk up from uh, up from the country. Uh, had a fantastic, uh, fantastic hit out, but yeah, a little bit off the pace of a couple of Wrighton Wrighton crews, <laughs> as as you would expect. I think, Alan, wouldn't you? Be a bit well, of I think worry. I've written more um, publicity for Wrighton than the schools put out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh dear. Anyway, um, where are we at? I, the problem is we've we've as we've already done all of this. I'm forgetting what we have and haven't. Well, we, we might talk about next week. And, Let's go um, briefly through next week because we are chewing. Well, I mentioned the. I mean, the first time I went to the head of the lake, I was a fraction late, which is unusual for me. And I got out of the car. I was about a street or so away, and all I could hear was this wall of noise. And I don't know how many thousands of people were there, but it was enormous. And then I saw the marching of all the schools. They march in from their schools, except for yep. Damascus, who meets in a park because they're down south of Sovereign Hill. And um, and of course, Ballarat Grammar's got the bagpipes. And oh, Damascus yeah. just look as if they're going to steal your car. I mean, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, you'll <laughs> no, 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 it's all right. Oh, I, I, I like Damascus because the first time I got invited up there was Ballarat Park, and they <laughs> stir each other up with their ditties, and um, yeah. and it's just fantastic fun. Sounds and very like uh, Head of the, the River. Sounds very much like Boys Head of the River. Well, that's exactly right. And yeah. um, you've got all these people there who are watching who competed like 20 years ago. Yep. And all those Ballarat folk know who won and all the rest of it. Yeah. And, and and the boys, this is their Head of the River because yeah. they don't grow at the APS. That's right. So the yeah. girls the girls compete at the Head of the School yeah, girls. exactly. The boys' schools don't. Yeah. So the girls, I mean, that... Because Loretto Ballarat only started rowing in about 2008. Right. And, but they've got an enormous number of girls in their program. And as I said earlier, they're, they're an hilarious lot. I, I like that lot a lot, yeah. that group a lot. Um, and of course, Grammar and Clarendon are the old rivals, you see. And Damascus are new kids on the block as well. And Ballarat High go through phases where they're quite good and then they go through bad phases. But they're actually got an up at the moment. So it should be a great event. And it's on live stream. Right, okay. So all of the listeners just go on to um, the Regatta homepage and I'd highly recommend you watch part of that. The big races will be on around midday or slightly before that. But it is marvellous. Well, as, as you've been chatting, I did a quick quick google search and the uh ballarat head of the lake regatta has been going since 1912 so uh yeah yep. yeah it's got a, got a bit of history there of course that well, i think up. one of the clubs is called the 22ers or something when, whenever clarendon won their first one um i just can't remember all this now but their club is named after whatever their year was i think that's right yep and yep. so it's a big deal it's just like you know you know you knowing how many times scotch has won head of the river and stuff. oh well you lose tracks as so many alan I just yeah i know up. yeah <laughs> no, and of course the other one is the henley yep and as i mentioned before um the henley can be fairly into i mean when you go to henley in the uk it's very lavish and if you love i think it's the stewards area where you know, you've got to get all um, spruced up and what, what have you. But even in the other areas, it's it's, it's great fun. Yeah. Here, some years it's been a bit bland and other years it's good. Last oh, year it was fantastic because St. Catherine's really did it up nicely. The St. Catherine's family. Oh, with yeah. With the bar and the um, the catering. The banks had a big lunch and it was really good. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, of course, you can just sit there sipping on um, a Coca-Cola 
uh, watching the race. It's, it's, it's Coca-Cola. Yeah. I love Australian Henley. You, you have people lining the banks all the way along rather than just at the finish line. And it's a great regatta for anyone that isn't into rowing. You can just go down for half an hour and have a look. Mm. Uh, I think I think in our first take all day it's just co continually running and uh yeah good spectator regatta I think in our first take Alan you're referring more to drinking pims than coca-cola but uh it's a kid's well, I was I was thinking uh buy binky at pims yeah 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 I'm sure I can I can see binky in the pims tent as we speak actually from about 9 30 a.m onwards I don't no. Well, I think the bar opens at 10.30. So 10.30, okay. 10.29. Long as you're not driving home, you're fine. <laughs> exactly. I should I should actually mention, um, going back to the Nagambi regatta, yep. I actually spotted a principal there, which was good. Oh, good. Um, they don't usually go up to those sort of regattas. But no, no. One from my old school. And, Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, good so that, good that to was see good. Them she seems interested in a year where we've been getting anxious about executives and folk. So. Yep. Yeah. I thought that was excellent. So, Brilliant, brilliant. So big weekend coming up. We've had big weekend behind us. Massive weekend behind us. I think Nagambi's right up there is one of the good ones, I must admit, that's for sure. And I, I, I do have to uh, finish off by saying uh, I too came home from Nagambi with a medal uh, on the weekend. Oh, did you? Well, yeah, and, and funnily enough, and here's the, here's the interesting thing, uh, I occasionally do put ore in the hand. Um, and I had five events on Sunday, and the second last race of the day was the mixed double. And yeah. uh, I thought, I'm going to put an oar in the hand for the mixed double. And um, we fronted up, and being being masters, of course, you have handicaps. Yeah. Um, and I'm uh, we're, we're 40 seconds behind the starter. Oh. Um, there was a stacked field of seven boats. And uh, there was two of us on the back mark, and off we went. And um, it was we were there basically thinking, oh, well, we'll just you know row through. I really wish I hadn't hung around for an extra three hours for this in the on the heat of Nagambi. Oh. And uh, we start sort you of chipping our way through, and um, oh. came to the final strokes. And I can honestly say, one of the most exciting, if not the most exciting, race I've ever rode in, because uh, oh. you don't often row through five boats and, uh, no. and 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 get over the top of them. I better look up the results to see yeah. who the lucky lady was. You were right. Well, I, I can tell you that was Catherine Ashley from... Oh, uh, I wonder whether it was Catherine. Yeah. Oh. Yep, yep. Um, and and um, w one of the highlights is we beat Melbourne Rowing Club. Now, we don't beat Melbourne Rowing Club at Hawthorne. It just does not happen. <laughs> so so to get oh, over them yeah. in a dying few strokes, um, oh. let's say it wasn't very pleasant the last few hundred metres, but, oh. uh, you know, that's how rowing goes. So they didn't put right into well, that then. race. <laughs> no, 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 no not, in the, not in the Masters. There's no mixed at right. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that reminds me of the old joke that you know they're going to make uh, Xavier Coed and they're about to introduce boys. But anyway, there's no point. That's a, that's a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's been going around forever. That one. Anyway, we should wind it up. Uh, being our second take, and I think we've been now chatting. I think we're exhausted. Twenty-five minutes. I think. I think Biggie's got to go go and say hello to her husband. Who's yeah, that's right. He's just come in the door and has been sitting on the edge waiting for poor, dinner. Poor bloke. 19 <laughs> flights he's done in the last three weeks. Oh, yeah. Something like, oh, 21. Sorry. Been, he travels around, doesn't he? I think the last time I was messaging him, he was in Buenos Aires or something. He was at an airport and he said, oh, he's listening to the podcast. Obviously, he must get very bored if he's listening. No, not at all. He's obviously enthused. <laughs> he might be an international arms financier. <laughs> no, I, I think it's I think it's pistachios, isn't it? Yeah. 
<laughs> probably equally as in demand in some yeah way. i think so yeah all right anyway yeah. we'll pass on our uh, uh pass on my hello to uh to james certainly will all right well look let's leave it at that for this week and um, you left all my jokes on the uh cutting room floor as usual so uh, well done <laughs> well we had it well that was <laughs> the first well that was richard was... dorstein's joke so uh, <laughs> I was no. relating to you, but never mind. I'll... I tell you what, I'm gonna I'm gonna offload responsibility of this in future for you guys to make sure you point out if you haven't heard recording started because I like to make no. an effort of saying I'm no. about to start the recording just so you know. Oh, so you, you well, behave yourself. Maybe we yourselves. need a, a biblical moment of silence while you get your act together. Well, yeah, <laughs> you, you think I would? I mean, I'm not a world expert at this media stuff. But you think well, you're doing I, very I, well. I, I think I get the basics of, of pressing the record button. Anyway, that's twice we've done that one now, Alan. Let's not do it again, shall we? No. Uh, Make sure we get it right. Thanks for the chat, gents. Thanks, Binky. It's been All right. Great. Say hello to James. Yeah. Toodaloo. Well See you later. See you, Alan. Okay, See bye. you, Binky. Bye. See you next time. Bye.